Welcome to the Powerful Whispers podcast. I'm your host, Krista Joy. Today, I'd like you to imagine painting a masterpiece with Jesus sitting there by your side, guiding each stroke of your brush. Well, that's actually the reality of my guest today. She is a prophetic artist named Jenny Joy. Although she's not just an artist, she's actually a builder of people and buildings. And she joins us in this powerful conversation about her unique faith journey and the transformative potential of prophetic art. We explore the different forms of creativity, and you will learn that you too are creative because God made us each uniquely creative. I pray that you enjoy this episode with Jenny. Her joy flows over the entire episode. It is so much fun. And to help get your creative juices flowing, make sure to grab her free download of Walking with Jesus, the journal prep. Welcome to Powerful Whispers, the podcast that dives into the extraordinary whispers of God in real and practical ways. Together, we will explore how God speaks to us regarding our body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Krista Joy, and I'm excited to have you join me on this journey. As a foodie and a dietitian, I might even sprinkle in some simple food hacks. Let's get ready to dive into the powerful whispers of God and uncover these hidden gems. Today I have with me Jenny, also known as Jenny Joy, and I just was drawn immediately to her when I knew, <laughs> when I found out that's what she calls herself. She is a builder of people and buildings, which is so cool and amazing. And I love Jenny's incredible gift of being this prophetic artist. I'm so excited to learn more about this with all of you. So thank you, Jenny, for being here today. Thanks, Krista. And it was fun that we actually got connected last year by a good friend of ours, Kristen. Shout out to her. She's um, a great connector of all people. And absolutely. (laughs) She had mentioned that you do prophetic art. And I was like, oh, I need to meet her because I would love to have a piece of prophetic art. I was so thrilled and honored that you said yes to doing that for me. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. It was really fun. And for those that might see this video versus listening to it, I do have her beautiful art piece in my background (laughs) with the red one, which I'll be taking a close-up picture for others just to see because it's so beautiful. But before we get started, Jenny, could you share a little bit about your faith journey? Sure. I met the Lord about 12 years ago in a personal and intimate way. And he uh, pulled me out of a really bad situation. I had a drinking problem. I was very heavily in debt. I was a single mom who was having a hard time raising a teenaged son. And he just kind of rode in and rescued me from a pit I dug myself. And really, really, in the kindest way possible, helped me get myself righted in my in my journey and my life looks a hundred percent different than it did back 12 years ago and I'm very grateful for his kindness and his faithfulness and just the way that he has loved me into loving myself that is so beautiful and encouraging too because no one is too far gone right no matter what you're going through Jesus he wants you to be his and he's he's calling you. you just have to to listen and say yes yeah Absolutely. That is so cool. Please tell us a little bit about how you first got interested in doing art. 
So I've always been creative, even as a kid. I loved, I mean, most kids love like coloring and doing all that stuff. But as I got into high school, I kind of pursued the arts. I have done jewelry making and working with metals and, you know, painting and just, I, I liked having a creative outlet. Photography was really a huge thing for me as a, a young woman and thought about pursuing as a career. So it's kind of always been there as a lingering thing. But in the season that I was getting sober and working on myself, I was asking the Lord for a new creative outlet because... I could just feel my heart needed a place to process and pour out and like engage that other part of my brain as a construction manager. Like my job, it was so strategic and like driven and driven by the calendar and driven by money and all of these very linear processes. I just had this hunger for the creative and the space to, I didn't even know what it was supposed to be. Like it could have, he could have said like, go build with Legos or... (laughs) you know, do macrame or something. Um, But what I got led to was a friend who was painting. And I didn't even know it was prophetic painting. She was just randomly, like God does, on the internet saying like, hey, I'm going to teach people my art technique that I use. Who wants to come and learn? And I'm like, I do, I do. That's (laughs) awesome. And it ended up being this amazing experience of learning to hear from the Lord, both in words and in imagery and pictures and like this hands-on process of taking a blank canvas and turning it into something beautiful and inspired by the Lord. And so that's how it all started. That's so fun. That's someone on the internet inspired you and, and you jumped in. Yep. As you jumped in, tell us a little bit about how, as you were starting to paint, that the Lord was talking to you. Like, how does that work? Was like, did he start talking to you first or did you just start jumping in and and painting? Well, the technique that she taught actually had like a journaling prompting in the middle. So you would start with painting and applying some paper and like different texture type objects to the canvas. And then in the middle, you'd kind of take a break to let things dry and journal and hear from the Lord. And every single time I would get a really profound word for someone. And then I would paint this image that was either of them or something that was significant and be able to pass it all on to that person. Now, it took me a while to be brave enough to actually pass those words and pictures on to people. But God has been so just crazily faithful in that place of every time I have given a word, it has been what that other person has needed to hear. And oftentimes, if not every time, has contained details that I know nothing about. Even if it's people I know very well, it would have information that was so very detailed from the Lord that it could only have been words from him. Or I have given artwork to strangers. Oh, can you tell us an example about that? Because that's fascinating. (laughs) Oh, I had a friend whose son had been having this really tough time. I'd never met him before. I really didn't know very much about him other than he was on a journey of sobriety as well. And so I had been praying and praying and praying for him. Just, you know, as we do for, for people who have similar stories to our own. Yeah, God just gave me this very clear word and a painting and... So I reached out to her and said, like, hey, I know that this is kind of like she knew me well enough to know that it was okay, But like, I feel like I'm supposed to actually meet your son face to face and like give this to him. And so we got connected and we became fast friends. Like all it took was that little thing from the Lord, that very specific word to like crack his heart open and give space for me to be able to 
be a good sober friend to walk in community with him. That is so amazing. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. like tears coming to my eyes. That is so special. It's yeah, very beautiful. It is. Mm-hmm. So have you ever done paintings just for yourself? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a large piece of art that hangs in my bedroom that actually I learned a different painting and prophetic process from a friend that is you basically ask the Lord to help you process something that has been going on in your heart. And so this journey, you paint a canvas and then you sit and you journal and then you paint some more on the same canvas and then you sit and journal and then you paint some more. And every time you're asking the Lord about like what is on the canvas and what is he drawing out of you and what did it mean over the thing that you're seeking him on? Or for me, I am somebody who's just like, what do you want to talk to me about, Lord? Because I'm listening and like drawing in that place. And so it ended up being seven separate paintings, like fully complete canvas that talked through this whole season of life. And it ended with this. It's a like four foot by five foot canvas. So it's really big. I love to paint big for myself and it's flowers and the Lord ended by just letting me know that the messy garden of my heart is a safe place and that I can trust it and it's this beautiful messy garden that is powerful yeah it is because it just it it reminds me all the time that I don't have to come cleaned up before the Lord yeah you know like he wants me exactly as it is and He's my master gardener. He's mm-hmm. the one tending the weeds and the flowers. And he's the one who's making me strong and beautiful. And it's it's not my own work. I give permission for him to do the work. Mm-hmm. But he is the one who is in there doing all of that. Ooh, I just got chills when you said, I give him permission. That is so, like, it's profound. Because it, it, it struck me as like, wow, yes, God, you have permission to do what you want, right? how you want to do it. That's really cool. And he's a gentleman. He's kind. Like he will, if we want to make bad choices and do things that are outside of his will, he gives us the freedom to do that. And he still loves us. He wishes it wasn't that way, but like he's still there. And so there's a place where when we partner with him and give permission, he can just do surgery on things in our hearts yeah. and like in an instant, take something that's super broken and mend it back together. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you already shared this really impactful experience with this person who you had not met before. Do you have another person in mind that you had painted for that was really also impactful to you? Yes, there's been so many. I mean, so many. The very first piece that I got that was for another person was probably the most challenging because I wasn't really even sure what it was I was doing. I was being obedient and following the Lord, but it didn't really like prophetic art wasn't something that was on my radar as even a thing. So I had received a really specific word from the Lord about waiting and I didn't understand it. And so, and I had a painting to go with it. It was like this woman on a path and um, it, it was very simple. And the word on it was wait. And so I have this painting in my car with the, the word folded up and tucked in the back. And I'm just like driving around with it on my passenger seat. Because at first I wasn't even sure who it was for. I thought maybe it was for myself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually waiting. <laughs> and, you know, taking it with me everywhere I go. And then one day I have this prompting in my heart like, oh, I think it's for this person who had been kind of spiritually mentoring me and was a friend. And so I'm 
you know, kind of doing battle with like, do I just give this to her? How do I give this to her? What do I say? What I've never done this before. It's really awkward. It feels weird. And so I finally mustered up the courage. I'm going to see her and I, I bring it in with me. I'm like carrying it under my arm. It's this small canvas. It was probably like 10 by 10 or something like that. And I bring it in and I'm talking with her and I'm just holding it in my arm. And she's like, what do you got there? (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. And because she was a spiritual mentor for me, like I felt like I could talk to her about it before I actually gave it to her. Oh, good. And help get some wisdom. And so I talked it through and was like, hey, this is kind of what the Lord's been doing in my journey with creativity. And so I gave it to her and she saw the picture and was like, oh, this is beautiful. I love it. And then read the word and instantly (laughs) she was bawling. And she was like, you just wait here. I have to go talk to my husband. And so she took the painting and the word and went and read it to her husband. And then they both came back and they're both bawling. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And I, you know, I'm a little fearful. Like I've broken them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't know what had been going on. And so in the moment she said, I can't tell you right now, just because I'm not able what this means, but just know that you have a really, like you have a gift, like the Lord has given you the ability to hear and the bravery and the courage that goes with it to share and be his messenger because we were about to do something that we knew the Lord wasn't prompting us to do, but felt like the urgency of wanting to do it ourselves Mm -hmm. and move forward in a way that the Lord is asking us to wait. Like this word was really specific to that. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. A few maybe months later, she was like, okay, I feel like I can talk about it now. I had not ever known this. They had had this dream of building a healing retreat and they were going to go ahead and just go by land because the Lord had not revealed to them yet where or when or how, but they were just so ready to do it. They literally were writing a purchase agreement the day I gave her the letter. Wow. That's wow. Incredible. Right. Yeah. They had been like out scouting land and like doing all this stuff. And so they waited because the Lord is so cool. When it was time for them to move, he actually gave me another painting and a word for them to go. And so like it was, it's just like they have the healing retreat now and it's not even in our state. It's out in Washington and they have my art hanging up with the words in it because it like that much changed the course of their own plan to be on track with what the Lord was saying. Like, incredible. Nothing incredible. I have ever thought or dreamed would be a part of my journey. Ooh, I love that. So you're leaning in, really, and, and being obedient and listening and doing it even though you're scared. You knew her really well, but yet you were scared. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you knew you you were faithful, right? It's And how it yeah. dramatically is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> it's dramatically <laughs> changed the course of their life. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it what, what it has done over time is I have so much just confidence in being able to hear from the Lord and being able to know that even when it's scary and hard and weird, because sometimes it's weird, to follow anyway. Because the Lord is always dealing kindly with people. Like the things that he is talking to me about and through aren't to bring some dramatic correction or some like, you know, to bring people to deal with their sin or whatever. It's it's the place of calling them higher into who they are and calling out that gold and calling out the the, the path that lies before them in a way that is life-giving and edifying and like, 
sometimes it does call people to correction, but that's because the Lord is speaking to them in a way that I don't know about, right? But it's never me saying like, oh, hey, you've gotten off course. You know, it's honoring that place. And I am completely afraid of the Lord. (laughs) That place of the fear of the Lord is what drives me. Even if the words don't make sense, I pass them on exactly as I hear them because I want to make sure that the integrity behind that is I am the messenger. All I do is deliver what the Lord has for this person. It really helps me to stay like humble and clean hearted. And like, I think he gives me messages because I am so careful to honor who he is and the way he deals with people and their hearts with care. And it's still every time scares me. It scares me like with fear and trembling. Like I do anyway, because I know there's such a great outcome on the other side. I've just seen it for years now. So if someone is listening today and they have this prompting in their heart, like, oh God, I think you want me to do this, to, to paint, you know, along with Jesus by their side. Do you have a tip or two as to how would someone even start? Well, for me, my process in the beginning was very raw and simple. I started painting on four by four, little tiny four by four canvas. And I had some templates that helped me get more confident in being able to create little people or birds or butterflies or kind of whatever those things were. I would cut them out of paper um, from these templates that I had made. And then I would just put them together with Mod Podge and paint. And it was this process of building both my confidence in my creativity and then sitting with the Lord and waiting for the words that would go with the art. Like there's something about that place, again, of building the confidence of what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. And so like having this time in the space to just let the Lord lead how your creativity comes together because now I don't like the, what my process looks like doesn't really look anything like how it started because It was the small beginnings and the Lord trains us up in the way that we should go. And so there is, there's no wrong way to be creative. I think that's one of the best lessons I have learned from the Lord is we can be creative in so many ways. It doesn't even have to be painting. Like creativity can be trying a new recipe in the kitchen. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. It can be sitting down and coloring with your kids. It can be like trying to put some new arrangement of flowers or decorations on your kitchen table. And like any place where you can be with the Lord and say, hey, I want to do this thing. Will you do it with me? Opens that door to your heart to allow him in. He is the creator of all things. And I feel like in that space where we just allow him space to create with us, no matter what it is we're creating, because we all are creative in some way. I so strongly believe it. It's in there. Absolutely. And when we give him that space, like he can do anything, anything with it. Yes. And so it's really that. 100% agree. That's so cool. Yeah. I was going to say. I don't consider myself a singer in the, you know, the world's standards. But for me, this last year, I decided that I know how much praise and worship means to the Lord. So my walks, then I would start to sing what the words that he would drop in my spirit and just him and I. And it's just yeah. beautiful, intimate experience that, yeah. so that was, that's my little way of being yeah. creative. Absolutely. And it, it, cause when I started, it was for me, it was just for me. The very first thing that I ever painted was a self portrait. 
And it wasn't intentional that. That's what came out of that space and the Lord talking to me about who I am to him. Like it was all for me. It was all very personal. And it was the Lord pursuing me and me pursuing the Lord in return, just like you're talking about with your walk. And maybe someday that'll turn into you writing poetry in a way or Psalms or, you know, maybe it turns into songs that you write for other people to sing if you don't feel like that's your (laughs) gift. But like all of that is that place where you're just relationally connecting with the Lord. And that's... The whole point behind prophetic art, it's I'm not seeking to have some great message to share with somebody. I'm seeking the Lord. Yeah. And what comes out of that in that place of me being with the Lord is all kinds of different things. Yeah. It's not always just the art and the word. That's a great perspective. It's Jesus first and then with him and through him, others are blessed. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Absolutely. It's that fruit from that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would love to switch gears because you post a lot about your Monday meandering adventures. Yes. Which are so fun. When did that start for you? So that started in 2020. Okay. So when we were having more time to ourselves. Right. (laughs) And perhaps spending a lot of time alone in our homes. Right. I have always just loved to drive. Like it's just a space where when my mind is occupied and my, you know, my hands are occupied and I, I can let my mind wander, you know, I can dream, I can have more freedom of thought. It's always kind of been just a place for me to have some unagendaed time. And I was telling a friend about it and he just said to me, like, I didn't have enough personal space in my life because work was very, very busy. And he said, why don't you take that as your like Sabbath time with the Lord and like get in the car and use that as your, you can't, you know, you can decide to not be on the phone and to not be working and to be driving and to be spending time with the Lord. And I was like, what? This is amazing. I love this idea. It didn't have a name or anything. I just literally started getting in the car and I would pray. And as I did that, and I started to dedicate my Mondays to that, I was working at a church on Sunday and building always is really busy on Monday. And instead of working seven days a week, I picked Monday as my day to just spend dedicated to the Lord. And so it has been such a joy to be out on the road and to pray for and intercede for a myriad of things that the Lord puts on my heart or to just drive with the windows down and worship and sing and be loved on and to be free and to not be working, to be at rest, but to be in motion. All of those things just are like so soul feeding and spirit building. And it was a place of me finding rest in pursuit, an active rest position. And I love it. Yeah, it's it's so fun to watch your adventures. Is that when you decided to call yourself Jenny Joy or was it before then? No, it was after that in that season. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I get the gift of laughter, joyful laughter from the Lord. And so I had friends that that's what they started calling me was Jenny Joy. Because when my joy breaks loose, when the Lord puts that joy on me, it breaks stuff. Like it literally breaks people free. It will shift the entire atmosphere of a room. And it's really fun to just watch the joy erupt when God like drops that. (laughs) It's really I can see I see people belly laughing right now. That's so fun. Mm hmm. Yep. Well, do you have a power nugget life lesson that you would like to share with those listening? Maybe like something that you would have liked to tell yourself 5, 10, 20 years ago. I think the thing that I have 
learned the most in my journey with the Lord is that my being, who I am, who he's created to me to be, is more than enough. Yes. And that I cannot earn or work or strive for that same acceptance and love that he gives me no matter what. And it would have really lessened my stress level <laughs> and the pressure that I have put on myself over my lifetime to perform. Yeah. And... I'm still walking out what that looks like, and I still struggle with striving as a hook. But if I could bless anybody with anything, it is that what you bring to the table right now is more than enough because the Lord already knew exactly where you'd be right now. Amen. And exactly who you'd be right. and exactly how you'd show up. And that is all that you need to bring everywhere you go. That is great. A life lesson that I definitely needed myself <laughs> five years ago even. So that's Yes. Do you have a Bible verse that has helped you with your journey with Jesus? Well, I would say that my primary life verse is John 10, 10. And it's that place of reminding myself of the abundance that the Lord has for us and that the enemy comes to steal and to kill and destroy. But the Lord has abundant life for us. And so when things are feeling the negative and the, you know, life is hard. Right. It's that reminder of like, that is not the long, the long game for my life. And if I continue to focus those directions, I will continue to find that. But if I decide to believe in the abundance that the Lord has for me, I will also find that. And so it helps me to just stay on that path of believing that the Lord knows about all of what's going on in my life and I can trust him with it and just keep showing up and keep walking it out and it'll be worth it. That's right. I love that. That is a verse that I say at least once a day because I do feel like I see 1010 in the morning or at night. And so I, I repeat that verse mm -hmm. wherever I am. It's like, okay, yes. Abundant life. Amen. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So Jenny, I love to ask my guests if they have a beautiful body tip that they'd like to share. Yeah. I was thinking about it and I think the beautiful body tip that I have, it totally correlates back to what I just shared about being. But I think there's a place where once we have received the love of the Lord and with our whole hearts pursue to love ourselves the way the Lord loves us, we get the confidence, the inner confidence, and it radiates out from the inside out and it makes us beautiful. Right. Like I can look at the pictures of myself before I met the Lord and after and I mean, I look like a different person because there is a radiant light that comes out of me and walking in that confidence that God loves me exactly as I am, no matter what that looks like, no matter how old that I've gotten, my gray hairs or my chubby belly rolls or my, it doesn't matter. None of that. That's all superficial. So I think that is it. Like when we can love ourselves the way the Lord does to the best of our ability, obviously there's struggles there. It shows on the outside. Right. So that's perfect because as you're loving yourself, yes, you gain that confidence. Jesus loves you. So you need to love yourself. And I've said this in other episodes too. It's like you're, all of your cells of your body are listening. Yes. So it's going to reflect on your skin. Like, okay, I love myself yeah. because Jesus loved me and I am worthy and good enough. And that will be reflected out. Yeah. Well, and it's worth pursuing the healing that it, you need to get there because it does affect your, your whole body, your mind 
your countenance, like everything is connected. And so if there's dysfunction in our bodies, it's usually tied to emotional things and past hurts and all of that. And you are worth pursuing the healing to be the fullness of who God made you to be. And so it's worth the work. That's right. To partner with the Lord, to go after that stuff. Amen. Yeah. Jenny, as we wrap up here, I would love if you could pray for the listeners today. Absolutely. Yes. Lord, I just thank you for our time together today. I thank you for Krista inviting me here and my ability to share. And Lord, I just ask that you would help each person who's listening to find that connection point with you that is unleashing and unlocking their creative. Lord, I thank you that you have made each of us in your image. And I just bless each and every being who is listening to this, that they would find peace, the love, and the hope that you bring, and that it would change the trajectory of their lives as they press into who you are, that you would speak to them clearly and bless their ears to hear you and to move in your will. And uh, I just bless every listener and Krista in Jesus' name. Amen. Jenny, this really has been such a joy to have you here today. So fun. And I've learned a lot about prophetic art. So cool and amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for joining me today as we explore the powerful whispers of God. I hope you've been inspired, uplifted, and equipped with practical ways to experience His presence in your everyday life. A special thank you to those who have rated, shared, or commented on my podcast. Your input warms my heart. Remember, the journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with me on my website at kristajoyministries.com and be sure to sign up for my newsletter on my main webpage. Or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Powerful Whispers Podcast to continue the conversation and stay updated on upcoming episodes. Until next time, I'm Krista Joy signing off. May your journey be blessed with an abundance of God's whispers for you. And make sure to grab hold of the gentle nudges from God.